we'd like to welcome you back to our emergency freedom alerts for October 25th, 2021. This next um, report is Pastor Hank Kuhneman of the Lord of Hosts Church, the guy we just talked about that hosted General Flynn, is yet another false prophet. So we're going to look at him a little bit more. Mr. Oil Can Harry Hank Kuhneman um, said, he said that Trump would be elected for his second term and threatens leprosy on those that would oppose him. So I'm going to play this uh, short video here from a priest. <laughs> you don't hear me playing videos from priests that much, but actually the priest is, is pretty much right on the money with this. Again, he won't even take a look at all the evils and wickedness in his own denomination. But he, he called Hank Kuhneman out pretty well. He calls he calls these um, false prophets falfits. It's like this cute little word he's made up about false prophets, falfits. Okay, so when you hear him say the word, you'll know you'll know kind of what he's talking about there. Hey folks, today we're going to talk about a falfit by the name of Hank Kuhneman. Now, the reason I'm bringing him up is. is Two. The first is in one of his latest public. This is Reverend Ed T Trevers of the Parish of Christ Church of Shelbourne. He's wearing a priest collar. I don't know what, who knows what denomination. He, may, he looks like a Catholic priest. I don't know. Normally they don't go by Reverend, I think. They go by Father, which is totally unbiblical to call anybody Father. The Bible says that call no man Father but your Father in heaven. Um, but then again, you know. And then also says. The word reverend appears one time in the King James Bible, and it says holy and reverend is he, meaning God. So I don't see any Bible for calling any man reverend. We're supposed to reverence God Almighty, the Lord Jesus Christ, not men. But again, it's just some title that they like to take upon themselves that's totally unbiblical and has no Bible whatsoever. King events, uh, he made mention that he's receiving some flack because of his false prophecies. Now, he was one of these folks that prophesied that Trump was going to win and Trump was going to do this on this particular day and then when that didn't happen, it was going to be that particular day and when that didn't happen, it was going to be that particular month and blah, 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 blah. Now I believe it's, it is happening, but it's in a parallel universe in a different dimension <laughs> where the laws of physics and reason don't apply. Somewhere like, that God is out there, God is out there working, but nobody, can see it except for him yeah he's taking some flack for that and again what is that that's pride and the vast vast majority of all these preachers that and false prophets that said oh trump's going to get back in for a second term god showed me god showed me this and god and i've i know i've went over this before but i, I just it's hard for me not to cover this subject again because it's tied in with what we're talking about today they don't they don't apologize they just either ignore it or double down or say it was whatever, something about God's timing. and they're, they're false prophets, according to Deuteronomy 18. And it's a very, very serious offense in the Bible. For the last month, two months, he's been pushing back against that flack, saying there are people out there that are speaking bad against, uh, against the Lord's true prophets, and, and they're going to pay for it. That uh, leprosy uh, may be coming yeah. their way. Yep, leprosy. Well, in the Bible, I remember a time when one prophet struck some people blind. I remember a time when a prophet 
because some kids were calling him baldy and making fun of him, he called upon two bears to take care of those kids. I don't remember a time where a prophet called leprosy down upon them, but let's give it a try. Your prophecies are false. Deuteronomy says, when you claim something is going to happen, in the name of the Lord, when you claim that the Lord has told you something is going to happen right. on a particular day, at right. a particular time, yep. within a particular period of time. That's Deuteronomy 18. When you claim in the Lord's name that something is going to transpire, and it does not transpire, Deuteronomy tells us you're a false prophet. I don't think I'm testing the Lord here. And the punishment back then was you take them out and you kill them, you stone them. That was the punishment for a false prophet. But see, since that, you know, we're, we're not under Old Testament Levitical law, well, the wicked are fully set in their heart to do wickedness because the sentence is not being carried out speedily like it was in the Old Testament. There's that Bible verse. I just put it at the, the start of, my, of the last um, newsletter you know, that I just put up. Ecclesiastes 8.11, because sentence against an evil work, would an evil work be considered false prophecy that leads tons of Christians astray? I would think so. Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men and the false prophets, essentially, is fully set in them to do evil. Well, God didn't do any, anything to me. I'm, I must be okay. I'm just going to keep going. As a dog returning through his own vomit, hey, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know what, what their mindset is, but, you know, it seems to be the mindset. So I'll be waiting for that leprosy. Yeah, me too. Or the bears. Mm-hmm. Or blindness. Or any other judgment that you're going to tell the world is going to come down upon those people who are calling you out as a fake even though he was totally wrong about and him and so many others about trump getting in for a second term we're the ones to blame for calling satan out on it hank kuhneman we're the ones that are gonna receive leprosy no hank you need to be the one that worries about god's judgment falling upon your sorry head hank because you're hanging out over hell by a string, Hank, and you're leading your flock astray, and you probably know exactly what you're doing because you were put there by Satan by design to do it, Hank, weren't you? Just like all so many of the hirelings out there, closet Luciferians like you are, Hank, most likely. Who are calling you out as a false prophet. Your prophecies are harming people. And most importantly, and I know that sounds really crass, but your prophecies are harming the reputation of God. See, when a false prophet comes along and they say, something's going to happen on a particular day, and it doesn't happen, mm -hmm. then those people of faith who also believe in you may wonder, or what about the unsaved that see that and they see the prophecy not come to bath, and they're like, Christianity is a joke. It's a total joke. I don't want nothing to do with it. Well, I agree with him with, with regard to what he's saying about this. Is God wrong? It may put doubt in their hearts about God. 
Especially when you say, nope, I wasn't wrong. That's what the Lord said. That's what's going to happen. When you make false prophecies, and you say this is going to happen on that particular day and it doesn't happen, you give ammunition to people out there in the world that have a problem with the church. You remind them. Mm -hmm. You show them in greater detail why they look badly upon the church. Why they look badly upon people that are called by God to share God's love in the world. False prophets were considered dangerous throughout the Bible. They were considered, Jesus tells us to be, to be watchful for them. Jesus tells us to stay away from them. The Old Testament tells us to do something else to them. Yeah, stone them, kill them. It's pretty bad when a Catholic priest is calling out charismatics, and he's right. <laughs> it's pretty bad when that's the case. Um, all right, let's go further. Okay, I'm only going to play about 55 seconds of this clip, and it's entitled, Hank and Brenda Kuhneman, Brenda's his wife, Profiting from Prophecy. Is not about impeaching a president. Now, this is Hank Kuhneman. It's about the forces of darkness trying to impeach and remove God's agenda that has to do with this church in Israel. And, and they're using this president as a scapegoat. God's agenda and God's man. Yes. Will not be removed. And this nonsense comes to order. So that's Trump. God's agenda and God's man, Trump. Now, again, this is one of the most wicked people. And I understand he's one of the many wicked people that have been in the presidency. I have proven that over and over. I've got over 100 pages of documentation on the wickedness of Trump going all the way back to when we even knew anything about Donald Trump. Back into the 70s. He's always been wicked, always associated with the most wicked people, always was a philanderer. Horrible things that we've uncovered regarding him. But he's supposedly he's God's man, according to Satan over here. And it's exposed. Yes. And I pray now, Lord. So they're doing their tongues thing now. Open the eyes of this nation. But the enemy fears the agenda of what these next. 12 years 12 years represent upon the united states i don't know where he's getting the 12 years from but okay america yes and everything that they're trying to do god against your agenda or against this man i speak a boomerang yes i speak a gallo that shall hang their own agenda and their own efforts now well, in the name of jesus i should have had that boomerang come back on me because i've done nothing but expose all these false prophets that said trump was going to get in in fact i'm going to keep doing it today you know why not let's just let's just go all the way with this let's let's just go a whole other level talk about this a little bit more because again as bad as it is now with biden so many people are even more on the trump train saying oh if we could just have trump act this or that trump's doing nothing against the vaccine agenda he's still going along with it he's still proud of his achievements he's still pushing operation warp speed he's still pushing taking the kill shot he's always been part of the satanic agenda it's so obvious now to anybody with any kind of eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive but yet they still as a dog to return to his own vomit i'm sorry but that's how i would equate people going back to trump not willing to see the 100 evil in this man 
Christian YouTubers and ministers who proclaim false prophecies that Donald Trump would be reelected. Let's let's go ahead and look at this one here. It's all leading up to what's coming up in January 20th. And so I've said this. So this is a false prophet that, that is like literally in front of, I think he's in front of the Washington Monument. He's in Washington. And he's given a specific date when Trump will take office for the second term. He's one of the many false prophets out there. Many times before. But please, reserve throwing your stones at me until January 20th. First of all... They should have stepped down immediately after January 20th. Because a prophecy... a prof, uh, uh, The Bible says that the prophet, a true prophet of God, has to get it right 100% of the time. Not 95, not 50%, not 25. 100%. And then it shows this, this troll-like... Um, there, there was an entity that appeared to Aleister Crowley... Um, called Lom, and it was like a gray alien, and it had a really, really big bulbous head and and a gray. And I swear, every time I see Pat Robinson, he looks more like Lom from Aleister Crowley's visions. He looks more demon-like every single time. I can't even hardly stand to look at the guy. And he's been one of the this the he's been one of the main ones that have been pushing the kill shot. And I played all the clips from this Luciferian Satan, this devil. And here we're gonna hear from him. Well, I wanna say without question, Trump is going to win the election. Uh, and I Lying, fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell. Wasn't never hearing from God, but yet people don't care. The day after, they'll just keep watching it like what he said didn't matter. The Bible says that we shouldn't have anything to do with false prophets. Or with any prophet, even if they get it right, if they're leading you away from God, according to Deuteronomy 13, you can stay away from them. Even if they get it right, they're leading you away from, what about a fortune teller that gets it right, but they're leading you away from God? You, you stay away from them. That doesn't mean you sit home and don't vote. That, that, that means you get out and do everything you can to work, but he's going to win. That's, I think, a given. Because I am speaking from the future. Sid Roth on It's Supernatural, speaking to these two, this guy, this long-haired hippie freak. Looks like he came out of a hairband from the 80s. One of these charismatic devils that, you know, has his, his long hair and his, and his rock guitar uh, thing in the back there. And um, so Sid Roth is speaking to them. Yes, you will. this moment. Right this moment. And I am going to proclaim... That yes. President Trump will be president of the United States. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Will be an eight-year presidency. Now, remember, this was specifically about Trump getting in for a second term. If he comes back under Trump, Sarah, Nasser, that doesn't count. They were talking about the second term. Now, this is the fireman guy, the real Mr. Serious Taylor guy. That, that's been, you know, put out the book on, on Trump's the man of God, and he's anointed, he's going to get in. He got in the, for the first one, but he said, oh, he's getting in for, for a second one, for sure. That didn't happen. He's a false prophet. There are other things he's obviously been false about as well, but he speaks so authoritatively and so intimidatingly that, you know, it's like, well, you know, I mean, I don't want to speak against God's elect or anything. Well, when they've shown themselves to be false prophets, they're not God's elect. States. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Will it be an eight-year presidency? Absolutely. 
Absolutely, we will. As, you're sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure about that. Hey, everyone. Another um, liar. Car here. That was that was a fireman, I think, believe Mark Taylor. And uh, this is going to be another one of those unscripted videos. So I just ask that you all would allow me to speak freely in this moment. Um, you know, my heart is very, very heavy right now for the body of Christ because I see certain things that are happening and it really, really troubles me and concerns me. Uh, I've got some notes over here on the screen, and if I look over here, that's what I'm doing because I really want to capture and communicate to you all everything that, um, that's been on my heart. Um, I purposely waited until January 20th to create this video because there have been a lot of Christian ministers, Christian YouTubers that have gone on record and have made prophecies that Donald Trump would be the next president of the United States, even after the election results have been certified and so on and so forth. Now, before... Now, am I saying that it wasn't totally stolen from him? 100%. But that's not what the prophecies were about. Prophecies were he was going to be in for another four years. He was going to be in for another four years. That did not happen. That did not happen. And there were so many other things leading up to that that they got wrong as well that we got into in previous broadcasts. Even go down the political road. I'm going to say one more time, I am not a liberal. Okay, you can go and look at any of my videos and you will see that I am pro-life. I am as conservative as they come. I am anti-same-sex marriages. I've got plenty of videos on my channel where I talk about that and abortion and all of those things. And let me also say this, because I know some of you are going to turn this video into a political video. And if you just watch the video and listen, you will see that this video that I'm talking about has absolutely nothing to do with politics. As a matter of fact, it has everything to do with prophecies and how we shouldn't listen to people who claim that they are prophets when they've been proven that they're not. To prove it to you, if, let's just say somebody prophesied that Joe Biden would be the next president of the United States, and let's just say that November 3rd, 2020 came, and he did not win the election, and January 20th comes, and he was not inaugurated, I give you my word, I would be making the exact same video coming, coming against people that are saying, God told me that Joe Biden was going to be the next president of the United States, and then it didn't come to pass. This video is about false prophecy. It's not about politics. So please, I beg you, do not make it into something that it's not. So what I want to do in this video is I want to really share with you some video clips and some examples of people by name that I really want to encourage you to be aware of because they have clearly uh, communicated false prophecies to you. And I'm going to show those to you in just a moment. Now, before I do that, I really want to just lay a foundation from the Bible about how we should be um, listening to or uh, how we should be uh, receiving or evaluating prophecies. Now, this is going to be very quick because, like I said, I want to get to these video clips. But basically, um, if we just look at what the scriptures say, 1 John 4, 1 says, Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak. Now, this is some 
horrible version NLT or whatever. So bear that in mind. I I just wanted to kind of try to get through a lot of this by the spirit. So let's just stop right there. Just because somebody says I have a dream or the Lord showed me, which right. I'm going to talk about yeah. later on in this video. All right. Um, you know, for people who say, okay, the spirit of the Lord was saying, showing me this, or I had a dream, or I was in prayer, and the Lord was showing me this. The Bible clearly tells us, don't believe everybody who just says that they're claiming that they're speaking in the spirit. You must test them to see if the spirit they have comes from God. Why? For there are many false prophets in the world. Yep. So just know that first John that four, there's one. many people who are going around saying, God said this, God showed me that, God spoke to me. Yes. And John clearly says, this is going to come to pass, that there's going to be many false prophets. Now let's keep going. Deuteronomy 18, 20 through 22. This is one I've read many times before in my videos. Don't worry, I'm going to get to some of the people that I really want you to, to look at and, and really be aware of. But um, I need to lay this foundation. Notice it says here, but any prophet who falsely claims to speak in my name or who speaks in the name of another God must die. Now, let's just stop there. There are so many Christians. I was going to get to this later on. So again, it was a death penalty in the Old Testament. This video, but there are so many Christians, when you talk to them, they are always saying, the Lord showed me this. Exactly. God said that. Yeah. You know, I was praying and God said this. Here's my word for you. If you're one of those Christians that says that constantly. Yes. I just want to say this. Ask yourself this question. Am I willing to die based on what I believe God has shown me? Right. Just ask yourself that simple question. Right. Am I Are you that sure that God spoke to you? Do you know how many times I've heard that in my ministry from people that clearly were not hearing from God? And maybe it was clear in the moment. Maybe it was clear six months down the road about what something God supposedly shown them that was disproven. Well, you're acting in the office of a prophet when you start going to others and you start proclaiming these things and then you start wanting other people to act on or to take heed what god was supposedly showing you it's a very very serious place to put yourself is all i'm saying i don't do that i don't think i've ever done that i'm not saying people can't hear from god but it's a whole other level when you start going to other people. And this is how so many people deceive in charismania alone. Because they're always saying, oh, God showed me. Well, if God showed you, i got to listen to you. And, and I, be I better not touch not God's anointed. This is how they hook them in. Just through that alone. And they're literally Luciferians a lot of the time. They're literally Luciferians. Or highly deceived at bare minimum. Or hirelings that are just in it for the money. And they're just doing it as a con job. Willing to die. I'm talking about being separated from your family, your loved ones. You're, like, you're not going to see another birthday. Like, you're willing to die over what you believe God has said. God says, that's how serious I take it when somebody says... Right. God told me, God showed me, right. speaking on... He's doing a much better job than I have in the past of relaying this specific point, this specific biblical concept. He's driving it home better than I've ever driven it home.
on behalf of God. God said, if it doesn't come to pass, you must die. All right. Now, let's keep going. But you may wonder, how will we know whether or not a prophecy is from the Lord? God says, OK, if the prophet speaks in the Lord's name, but his prediction does not happen or come true, you will know that the Lord did not give that message. That prophet has spoken with. Now, this isn't King James, but I think we're getting the gist of what you know he's trying to say there. My authority and need not be feared. So right there, the word of God, I'm giving you the Bible. The Bible says that if somebody speaks a prophecy and it does not come to pass, clearly God did not give them that message. And then God says that prophet should not be feared or should not be reverenced or should not be respected, right? So what I'm getting ready to show you are clips of people that some of you are probably following and subscribing to that are communicating false prophecies and leading thousands, millions of people astray, and yet you have so many Christians that are still supporting them and still following them, still subscribed, still liking, when it's been proven that these people are communicating false prophecies, okay? So, basically the idea is this. Prophecy is not one of those gifts that you get a do-over, right? It's not like um, the gift of, uh, I don't know, gift of evangelism. If you share your faith with somebody and they don't get saved, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to try again tomorrow. Prophecy doesn't work exactly. like that. Because you're speaking on God's behalf. You're speaking in the name of God. Mm -hmm. So God says, you you don't get a chance to do that over. If you It's one and done. If you misspeak in my name, that's it. Now, let's keep going. All right? How will false prophets claim to hear from God? Here's, here's, here's what I want you to start listening for as you think about, okay, is this person a prophet or not? Jeremiah 23 makes it very plain. I have heard these prophets say, listen to the dream I had from God last night. Now, Jeremiah 23, if it doesn't get any more practical than that, I don't know what does, right? Listen to the dream that I had last night from God. And then they proceed to tell lies in my name. God says, how long will this go on? If they are prophets, they are prophets of deceit. Amen. Inventing everything they say. Yes. By telling these false dreams, they are trying to get my people to forget me. Ooh, let's just Ooh. stop right there. Do you see what is happening? Don't miss that. Don't miss that. God is saying, by people saying, I had a dream from God... Essentially, what they're trying to do is to get you to listen to them rather than listen to God, because God has given them some special word or some special revelation that he hasn't given to anybody exactly. else. And see, what happens is this. So many people, everybody wants to be a prophet nowadays, because to be a prophet, that means you're so deep right. and you have some super spiritual relationship with God that God shows you things that he doesn't show everybody else. And he only does it because you're... But, but you sure better be getting it right 100% of the time, all the time. Because that is... And not leading anybody away from God. Because that's the criteria. If you want to if you want to take the mantle of the prophet on, if, if you're called to it, you've given that gift, that spiritual gift from God, well, understand there's parameters you need to adhere by. And that's getting it right 100% of the time, all the time. Doesn't mean the prophet would be some kind of walking around in sinless perfection, but... It is it is a very very um, grave thing I I would imagine to to actually take that on. Now 
just so we can get what the King James says in those same verses. And it's essentially the same thing, but I'd rather just go ahead and read it. Jeremiah 20 through 25, I've heard what the prophets said that prophesied lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. Oh, I had this dream. Okay. Um, how long shall this be in the hearts of the prophets that prophesied lies? Now, that's the norm today. 100%, the vast majority of the time, if somebody says they're a prophet, from my experience, they're liars. They are a false prophet. Okay. And... Yea, they are prophets of deceit of their own heart. Well, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. Which think to cause my, my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor. And that's, see, that's the problem. This is how these charismatics in particular who say that they're prophets from the pulpit, Hank Kuhneman type. Oh, he's hearing from God. I got a word from God. Oh, we got to listen to him. Oh, he's so special. He's hearing from God directly. What is their ultimate goal? Well, to get you into hellfire, the spirits that are emanating and operating through them. But what is also one of their main goals? Control. Control over you. Control over your wallet. Control over your actions. They're trying to build their own cults, is what I'm saying. And that's what cults do. That most of the time, cults operate through false prophecies. The supposed leader of the cult is always hearing from God. Well, my question is, is if all these false prophets who were pointing to Trump and all this other stuff, and, and clearly that was a total lie from the pit of, of hell, okay? Total, a total lie from the pit of hell. Why weren't they warning about all the other 900-pound gorillas that are in the room regarding today's day and age? All the stuff that, like, we've tended to get into in the last 15 years. Isn't a shepherd called to be a watchman? And if there was ever a watchman needed, wouldn't it be in the greatest time of the greatest deceit that Jesus Christ warned us about in Matthew 24? And if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect? Right as we're getting ready to go into the tribulation, wouldn't that be the time that we needed the watchman the most? And all shepherds are called to be watchmen. Why is it there's so many things they will not discuss? Why won't they discuss the wicked and evils of yoking up the so-called church, yoking up with the government through the 501c3 corporate tax exemptions and how that compromises the church and how it leavens the church and the differences in the Bible versions and the coming, you know, ascended master delusion and alien agenda delusion that Hollywood has warned us about so many times and all the false prophets that the Bible said were going to be here, why wouldn't they warn about those things? No, they just go along and get along. They just become part of the problem. Why? Well, because they're of the father of the devil and of his works and of his lust they will do. Most of them. I don't know what else to really think. I'm not saying they're all, all pastors out there are, are you know, I mean, I, I just don't... Why aren't they warning about the kill shot? There's just a very, very small remnant that are warning about this DNA-defiling, transhumanism-creating kill shot. Cultured off aborted babies or at least used in its testing. You would think that'd be a really big deal for all pastors to warn their flocks about. Nah, most of them are just telling them to go get the kill shot. 
it's so disgusting and so evil and so wicked on so many levels. But it's, it's the norm, and I hate to say it, it, it really is the norm, and that's why this ministry does exist. Spending hours in prayer and all this stuff. See, everybody wants to sound so deep and so spiritual, but what's really behind that is, hey, don't listen to God. I want you to listen exactly. to me instead because God speaks to me. Right. All right, let's keep going. Yep. Let these false prophets tell their dreams, but let my true messengers faithfully proclaim my every word. Mm, yes. Do you see that? He says, let those false prophecies tell their dreams, stuff that the Lord has shown them, right? But let my true messengers, what? Preach the word of God. Yes. That's who you need to be listening to, mm -hmm. is people who are preaching the word of God, right. not their own dreams. Sorry if I'm getting passionate about this, guys. And, that, and again, this is why I've always felt so compelled to interject so much scripture into these teachings. I'm going to focus in on the word of God. I'm going to point you to the word of God. I'm going to point you to Jesus Christ. I'm not going to point you to a man. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and his heart departed from the Lord, which is one of the main ways that the false prophets suck people in. Is they get you to trust in them and to kind of put your Bible aside and just listen to them. Even if what they're saying isn't lining up with the word of God, even if what they're saying is showing themselves to be false prophets, they're hoping you're not going to be like good Bereans and search the things out in the scripture if they're so and call them out on it. They're just hoping that you're just going to go along and get along and be a good little sheep and just follow them. You're going to hope that you're not going to study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. They're going to hope you're going to do none of that because that's a threat to them. I, basically, every church that I either left or got kicked out of, it was because I was just seeing what was in the scriptures. I was just seeing like multiple 900-pound gorillas in the room that the church wasn't even going to ever talk about and acting like they didn't exist. And I couldn't stay in a place like that. Not because I'm so much better but I'm like, guys, I mean, I'd go to the preachers humbly. I mean, I would not go to them. The Bible says, go to such a one in a spirit of meekness, lest they'll also be tempted. I did not go to them in mean ways, but it didn't matter. It was religion. It was what the church had settled into. And they weren't going to change it. It didn't matter how much light I shed upon it. The traditions of God had made the word of God of none effect. I'm sorry, the traditions of men, as the Bible says, had made the word of God of none effect. Happened in every single church I was in. And I'm like, I can't do this. I can't, I can't abide with this much either false doctrine or leaven or overtly something they would refuse to talk about that they needed to be talking about. I couldn't abide it. Now it was just me. I mean, you know, I'm like, well, maybe Lord, if you want me to start my own, um, maybe I can talk about these types of topics that, that you, I believe you've shown me these things. I mean, they're obvious, <laughs> you know, the stuff that we talk about and hopefully help other people that maybe have had the same experiences in churches, whether they've ever been in one or not so that they don't fall into those same traps, which kind of is the golden rule. As men would do unto you, do ye also unto them, which is 
the law and the prophets, according to the Bible. So, you know, that's the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. That's how I viewed this ministry. Just the golden rule. But I am passionate about it because you'll see in just a moment when I show you these clips. All right. There is a difference between straw and grain. Okay. So I'm going to show you a couple of clips right here so that you can see that there's so many people. The first person I'm going to show you is a guy by the name of Chris Yoon. Chris Yoon. Now, I didn't really know who this guy was until a couple of weeks ago when I came across his, his prophecy. Okay. And I'm going to play a clip for you. And I just want you to listen to it with discernment. Okay. So let me go ahead and, and, and cue this up right here. And I'm going to show it to you. Okay, so the first thing that I want to show you about this particular video is how much support you've gotten from Christians, right? This video has 613,000 views. Okay, mm -hmm. maybe some people agreed, some people didn't, no problem. 181,000 subscribers, okay? But here's the shocking number right here. 43,000 people liked this video. Right. This is why I'm making this video. Where he proclaimed that Trump was going to get in for a second term. Don't Remember, he was the one that said, don't throw stones at me yet until we've... Okay, well, then why did he keep getting thumbs up on the video? Why why weren't there, like, at least 43,000 thumbs down? Did he step down from ministry? I bet not. Did he issue a retraction? I bet not. Did he go along? This is what the false prophets typically do. They just go go on and act like nothing happened. Or they'll say, oh, it wasn't God's timing or God changed the last minute or some kind of garbage. God is not the author of confusion. The Bible's very clear on that. He's not going to give an uncertain sound like the Bible also talks about. I, and it's not gonna it's not gonna be something mired in in this perpetual confusion all that is is some excuse for the false prophets to point to to say oh well you know whatever what about all the other false prophecies you've told before that then because you have this many people that are saying i agree i like this now let me play a couple clips here all right here we go Hey, so what's going on guys? So today's my last day here in DC and if you've been following me this whole week as well as the last couple of months, you know what's been on my heart and it's that the Lord has anointed and has appointed uh, Trump to be a president a second term. Total lie from the pit of hell. Trump is a devil. Um, he didn't get in for a second term. And why wouldn't you look at all the evil that he's done? Why wouldn't you look at Operation Warp Speed? Why wouldn't you look at the 5G kill grid network he's built it, brought in? Why wouldn't you look at all the fact that he's doubled and tripled and quadrupled down on the vax over and over and over again? And the wickedness now, we're seeing the fruit of the wickedness of that kill shot. None of these devils will ever talk about any of that. And this is why I'm not real nice about this subject, because I view these types of people as actively seeking your soul to get you into hellfire. And I take that very personally. And I don't think they deserve any slack. In the Old Testament, you took them out and you stoned them. Okay? So these people do not deserve anyone to be nice to them. They represent Satan. It's not 2024. It's right now in the next couple of weeks. Okay, so let's just stop right there. He says that the Lord has anointed and appointed Donald Trump to be the next president <laughs> of the United States, not in 2024, but in 2020. So 
Here's somebody that's saying, the Lord has shown me this. Now, it's an inauguration day today. It's a done deal. Now, this video was on inauguration day of, of January 20th, 2021. Okay, so that's, that's a little bit dated, but I mean, I just... Regarding what the whole subject of what we were talking about today, this just fit really nice, this video. Past, unless some miracle happens. If it happens, and it I would gladly take this particular video done. Once again, I don't care who's... Look, it's not about Trump. So just stop that. It's not about Biden. It's not about Trump. It's about we're, we're 10 months past and Trump still isn't back in office. Okay. People making prophecies saying the Lord has said. Right. Now, let's keep going. I'm going to skip over to about 50 seconds or so and listen to this, sir. Uh, the, the believers, or if you're not a believer, to be a believer so that we can be on the same train, that we can be uh, having our house in order. And I've given a lot of prophetic word and a lot of dreams yeah. and a lot of uh, mm -hmm. different things. So I've given yeah. a lot of prophetic word. So and how, mu how much of it's actually come to pass? Has any of it ever come to pass, ever? The, the dude looks like he's in grade school to me. I mean, he, he let me just, I just feel, I, I look at him, I see novice 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 the bible talks about being a novice which would disqualify you for false prophet would certainly disqualify you from ministry why are people following people like this but again it's a result of people not being in the word of god and being able to discern what they should and shouldn't be meddling with and i'm not talking you know to my listeners so much i'm just saying in general christians in general because they're not in the word, they don't they don't they don't have the discernment that's needed. They're just oh willy-nilly, oh that sounds good, this doesn't, and pick and choose, and the heart is deceitful above all things. Oh, that guy tickles my ears, oh this and that. A lot of dreams and things like that. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Dreams. This is what you're getting when you have people that say the Lord said this, the Lord said that. Okay, now here's the reason why I waited until January 20th to put this video out. This is what he says. And it's all leading up to what's coming up in January 20th. And so I've said this many times before, but please reserve throwing your stones at me until January 20th because everyone is, again, speaking too quickly. They're taking news just like the, a few days after November 3rd when a media declared Biden the winner. You threw some stones. Again, the... Uh, election certification he threw some stones but i've been saying wait till january 20th before and he was proven to be a totally fork tongue false prophet you say anything because right now more than ever the lord has made it so clear to me what is about to come to pass and everything i've been saying so, but has... the lord made it clear to him that trump was going to get back in for a second term the lord did okay again in the old testament you take him out and you stone him but today, no, we just pat him on the back and say, oh, you just, you know, got a little wrong there. Just keep going. Do, keep doing the Lord's work. Keep, 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 keep working for Satan. So, uh, so far come to pass and the grand. Okay. So once again, this is the reason why I waited until now to create this video. This is what I'm talking about, you all. Look, as Christians, we have to stop this. We have to stop supporting this. We have to stop liking this. Right? You look at the comment section of some of these videos and you have so many Christians. Yes, I'm praying for you. Yes, he speaks the truth. Yes, but there's no Bible. No. There's no scripture. No. This whole video, there's not one Bible verse. It's just what the Lord has shown me. And this is my concern. This Why wouldn't he have taken the video down and then re submitted an apology video saying, I'm a false prophet and I will never open my mouth ever again and I repent in ashes and sackcloth and, and, I, and I, I am... 
I am one of the most deluded men on the planet. Oh, God, please, please save me. Please have mercy on me. That's what he should be doing. Have you seen any of these false prophets do that? I haven't seen one. I've seen some come back and say, well, yeah, I got it wrong, and I'm sorry. I, I, but have they stepped down from ministry? I mean, this is a very, very serious thing we're talking about here. Uh, for, for the most part, I've seen them just doubling and tripling down and making excuses. This is where I'm, I'm getting concerned about where the body of Christ is going. There's this movement away from the Word of God, Absolutely. away from the Bible. Yep. And it's more about, okay, I'm interested in hearing what this next prophet has to say. Now, I'll just be honest with you. That because when I create videos on my channel that are more Bible-based, views are down. Whenever I create videos that are about like something spiritual or whatever, views are up, which lets me know that people are searching for some sort of experience rather than the truth of the word of God. We've got to get back to that. All right. Now, I could list several more of these videos. I could talk about Sid Roth and his false prophecy. Um, I could talk about Kenneth Copeland, right, and him basically teaching people to laugh. The Associated Press said that Joe Biden is president. Ha! <laughs> now, this is so weird because he is at that Kuhneman guy's church. Copeland, the, the Luciferian Satanist. He's at Kuhneman's church, Lord of Hosts Church, with the same backdrop. He he must have been speaking there. Well, birds of a feather, birds of a satanic feather flock together. So let, let's let's hear him let's hear him uh, laugh again. This this fork tongue Luciferian devil, Kenneth Copeland, said that Joe Biden is president. Ha! <laughs> Are you laughing now, Kenneth? Are you laughing now after ten months, essentially? Yeah. Of good old creepy Joe, the child molester, being it now, did he do it? Did he do it legally? No, but he's still in there. <laughs> Trump's not. But again, a, a, a devil like this will, will, will just ignore this and act like it never happened. And my people love to have it so, as the Bible says, because most of his followers, it just doesn't matter. He could murder a baby on stage or or whatever, kill a dog or, or a puppy. He'd have some real excuse for it. Um, I mean, I'm being facetious there, but it's amazing what their followers let them get away with. <laughs> Are y'all laughing now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll start praying in tongues. He, I've seen him do that many times and laughing. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, yeah. Uh-huh. He yeah. had over a billion dollars in, in uh, business through his ministry, he's admitted. Has his own airport. Kenneth Copeland Airport in Texas on a sprawling, gigantic piece of property that I believe his house is on and his church is on and I, I don't know if they're all separate or what but or I know they're separate but I don't I, I, I believe it may be the same property I don't know he's one of the he's one of the main ones that we proved in the um, the the Toronto blessing on mass proved was a absolute total Luciferian Satanist 100% you watch that documentary there's no doubt this guy is a Satanist
Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's going to be president. Mickey Mouse is going to be king. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> and if you laugh, then you will, uh, you know, you can, I don't know, somehow overturn or claim things by laughing uh, something. Uh, but let me show you another one that I'm really, really concerned about. And this is a guy that I have wanted to make a video about for quite some time. And let me just say this. I have nothing personal against any of these people. I don't know them personally. So I don't have anything, I have no and vendetta or any particular reason for why I would want to make these videos against anyone. What I'm trying to do is to protect the body of Christ and to warn the flock to read the Bible and not just depend on another person. Now, um, let me just play another video once again that is very troubling to me along these same lines. And this is a guy by the name Marcus Rogers. And I bet that many of you are probably subscribed to him as well. And I want to encourage you to be very, very careful about listening to him. If I can just be honest with you, because most of his videos are about what God has shown him in his dream. Let me prove it to you real quick. Okay, let me go to his channel. And all you have to do is just look at the titles. Okay, just look at the titles. Uh, something big is coming this week. Huh. These are the dangerous people I have warned about. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's, I think I found one that was, oh, here it is. Every believer must listen to this dream oh. God gave me last uh, yeah, night. Yeah. I was Okay, I, I, it's, it's horrible for all the believers, the millions of believers around the world that didn't, aren't subscribers to him, that aren't going to hear what God spoke. Isn't that, isn't that a shame? Isn't that a travesty that this mouthpiece of God is not being heard ubiquitously by every single believer on the planet? I mean, they're going to probably be destroyed for lack of knowledge because this devil, they didn't hear this devil's uh, supposed prophetic utterances. Paralyzed. I kept crying. Here are several more. God showed me something extremely disturbing in a dream. Uh. God told me to tell you about dream. God has been yep. giving you strange dreams. Yeah, remember the Bible verse in Jeremiah 23 we were just talking about? Let's go right back to it. I've heard what the prophets said that prophesied lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesied lies? Yea, they are prophets of deceit of their own heart, which think to cause my people to forget my name the name of God, by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor, as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. Or Baal. <laughs> I mean, you just need to run from this kind of stuff. Don't have anything, to, don't waste your time on it. These devils have no fear of God whatsoever. At bare minimum, and at maximum, they are Luciferian Satanists out for your soul. And visions, and this is why. The final vision, a dream God gave me two nights ago. Uh, I mean, God gave you know what me this reminds me of, though, too? You, you go up to Before It's News, which is one of the main news aggregate sites on, on the Internet. And every single time you go up there, and I've, I've said this before, um, I'm just going to see what they got up there right now. Situation update. War surfacing. Trump is in a safe location. Military coup 
in many countries, martial law, I, you have to understand this. I've been hearing this same garbage for five years now. Before Trump took office, the whole Q movement, which is all tied in with all these false prophecies of Trump, all the same garbage. I mean, it is the same garbage every single day rehashed over and over. And they are just, Satan is just hoping that these people just keep coming back for more vomit. Unbelievable. The next one. These are these are the top headlines there right now. You can go there any single time. Trump, a week, a week that will change history. At a precipice, the storm has arrived. You know how many times I've heard that? That same lie over the over the last five years. Oh, Hillary's arrested. Oh, they arrested. Oh, they all went to the underground base. They cleaned them all. Oh, they rescued hundred thousand kids. All this stuff. All sounds great, but none of it's true, unfortunately. Um. Yeah, I'm just seeing. I'm just seeing other ones. Oh, new Sherry Ray video. Mass arrest in D.C. Again, you know how many times I've heard that mass arrest. All IRS taxes return to you soon. EBS coming soon. Another one. It's happening. 500,000 arrests. Militaries to remove governments worldwide. People asked to stay indoors. All media, internet. These are just the, of the top. Um, I read you about out of the top, I don't know, 12, 13, 14. Those are all ones I read you out of there. It's the same garbage every day. The only way any of that is most likely going to happen is if they do pull the trigger on Gassara and Sarah, Trump Sarah, and the Ascended Masters end up coming back. And that'll be the way they usher in the New World Order. And I've talked about that a lot. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to get dogmatic on, on any of it, but it just it never ends with these with this whole movement of of lies. A prophetic dream about a battlefield in a club line. Prophetic dream of man with two faces, one was demonic. I had a demon choke me in my sleep last night. God gave me a prophetic dream. <laughs> you, you know, dream. that's a real good sign if you're getting choked out by demons in your dreams. That's a real good sign that, that you know, you're, you're right in the center of God's will to get choked out by demons every single night. Now, I'm not saying I haven't had demonic counter encounters in night but most of the when that happened to me in the past it was primarily when i was in the charismatic movement when i had a whole bunch of open doors in my life that i wasn't even aware of but you got a guy like this yeah who knows if he's even being truthful he could be making all that up anyway you know and if you are having that type of problem you you need to go to um uh, contendingfortruth.com and uh go to just key in um dealing with evil dealing with evil or biblical uh, the whole the the whole uh process i posted it in um march 20th of this year biblical proactive actions for dealing with evil entities and overcoming sin implement as many things as possible in that document that's basically taken me at least 20 years to put together i'm given instead of saying oh i'm gonna you know put it in a book format or some kind of video format I can make a ton of money I'm giving it away to you for free. These are some of the most important things I could tell anybody to do if you want protection from God, if you want to battle evil effectively, 
if you want to shore up your defenses and offenses, if you want to improve um, and strengthen yourself as a Christian, it's a whole slew of things you can do, and it's all free on my website. Just search for it. Biblical proactive actions or dealing with evil entities or, you know, you'll find it. And that's uh, <clears throat> that's something you, you can avail yourself to. Okay, let's go back to this video here. Ending something big and the list goes on and on. Oh, yeah. See, don't read the Bible. Just nope. listen to the dream exactly. that God gave me last night. Yeah. Same thing Jeremiah 23 says. Exactly. Now. This is the one that I want to play. You see, I, I know I've played really long clips today, and, and this is probably going to be my last part. I'm not going to be able to get to all the other stuff, but, man, guys, this is so important, these, these things that I'm talking about here, and so many millions and millions of Christians are caught in these snares that I just really felt convicted that I needed to just emphasize and focus in on this today. Because... You could know everything in the world about COVID and not know about this type of stuff and, and get ensnared. And I'm going to speed it up to about six minutes or so. Uh, six minutes. Here we go. So a couple of different things stood out. Now this is this false prophet guy that, that says, oh, I, I had a dream. I had a dream. I got whatever. So this is this guy. Me and I thought it was for me. But when I read that verse, it gave me the confidence to get on here and tell you guys, I don't know what it is. And I might just sound crazy to some of you guys, but I just don't believe Biden will be president. I don't. Again, not hearing from God whatsoever. But yet he say he claims to hear from God constantly. And I'm not going to try to do a cop out and say, oh, maybe it's because Kamala Harris is going to be president. No, I believe right now. <clears throat> After all this prayer that I've been doing, that Trump will be president. Mm -hmm. And something big is coming. And did he issue a full retraction video and apologize and step down from all his lies of saying he's a pro? No, I'm sure he didn't. And I don't know if it's going to happen how I think it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen exactly on the inauguration day. I don't know. Oh, so then he gives himself a real wide open door. No, but I know this, something big is coming. Okay, so that, that's enough right there. I think you've seen enough, all right? So um, this is my concern, brothers and sisters in Christ. And let me just also um, go to one more um, scripture here that I really want to really encourage you to consider. This is how, and by the way, that video that I just showed you got like 19,000 likes, a um, couple hundred thousand views. He's got over 500,000 subscribers, all of which are just his dreams, his visions. There's not a lot of Bible being taught, mm -mm. right? I just yeah. want to encourage you to just get in front of Bible-based sound theology and stop following all of this mess that is basically just designed to take you away from God and focus on what these people are saying. <laughs> This is what the Lord says about false prophecies. Jeremiah 23 again. Therefore, says the Lord, I am against these prophets who steal messages from each other. See, that's what it is. One person has one prophetic mm -hmm. word and then the other person says, oh, that sounds mm -hmm. good. Let me jump on the bed. Let me say I have a prophetic word. I have a prophetic oh, word. Oh, the Trump one was sounding real good to a lot of people. Everybody's got a prophetic word. 
and they claim they are from me. I am against these smooth-tongued prophets who say, this prophecy is from the Lord. Where have, where, where have we seen this? We're seeing this in our, in our Christian culture right now. I am against these false prophets. Their imaginary dreams are flagrant lies that lead my people into sin. Yep. I did not send or appoint them, and they have no message at all for my people. I, the Lord, have spoken. Listen, if you want to know why I'm so passionate and about what I'm talking about, it's because the Lord is. Do you hear how the Lord God is speaking about how he does not want to be misrepresented? He doesn't want a nation of people going around saying, God said this, God said that, when in essence, God didn't say anything. That's why I'm passionate about it. This video is probably way too long, so I'm going to end with this. If you don't get anything else out of this video, just... Be careful about saying, God told me this, God showed me that, because God takes it very, very seriously. Now, if you have ever been guilty of saying God said this or God said that, or maybe you're someone who believes you're a prophet and you made a false prophecy, I want to encourage you to repent of it. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I, and... and <clears throat> You know, if they would do that, it'd be great. But I just don't, I, I never see evidence hardly. I mean, he goes on to play a guy that kind of repents of the of the Trump thing. But again, there, there's so many other false prophecies that maybe have you made, though. I mean, are, did they just call you out so bad that you felt compelled to do? I don't know. It's just such a serious matter with God. Now, I'm going to read those verses that he went over in, in the King James Jeremiah 23, 30, Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words, everyone from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, he saith. Um, but he is capitalized, meaning God saith. Behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies and by their lightness. Yet I sent them not nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. And the, and the word prophet, there's not like a prophet. It's prophet meaning profiting money, <laughs> which is um, the, the, these people are not going to profit in any way, shape or form from listening to these false prophets. It will end up being their downfall, you know. Um And then God goes on to say how he's going to punish them, essentially. So, we've got that. And um, it's just one of those things. It's so it's so uh, important to not lose sight of that in today's day and age. Uh, these verses came to mind regarding this subject as well. Isaiah 56, 10 through 12. And he titled this, Blind, Greedy, Self-Centered, Dumb, and Lazy Shepherds and Watchmen. His watchmen... Isaiah 56, 10, his watchmen are blind. They are, they are all ignorant. Now, this is the norm today. From what I'm seeing, this is the norm. Show me a true prophet of God that's got it right 100% of the time, all the time. I, I've yet to see one. I've yet to see one in my life. I, I just haven't. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. 
Yea, they are greedy dogs, which can never have enough. And, and so much of the time, they're doing it for the money. They're doing it for the hire because they're hirelings. But a true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. But, you know, the false shepherd, the hireling, he has no love for the flock. And they are shepherds that cannot understand. No, Sal, now, I think this is important here. They're talking about watchmen that are blind. They're dumb dogs. They're lying down. They love to slumber. They're greedy dogs. So the watchmen are getting, being compared with dogs. And then it goes on to say, and they are shepherds that cannot understand. Well, a shepherd is like a, you could be considered a pastor, you know. The true shepherd have love for his sheep and will lay down his life for the sheep, like the Bible says, like Jesus says. So these are. this is also regarding pastors. This is regarding watchmen. This is regarding false prophets. This is regarding pastors. They're shepherds that can understand. They all look to their own way. What does that mean? That means they're self-centered. Whose God is their belly, as the Bible talks about. Who mind carnal things. Everyone for his gain. From his quarter. Unfortunately, that's the norm. And then the last verse. Come ye, say they... I will fetch wine and we will fill ourselves with strong drink and tomorrow shall be as this day and much more abundant. They're not fearing God at all. They're just thinking, oh, this is just going to keep going on and on. If there was, if, if God was really mad at me, he'd be punishing me. Have you considered the thought that the Bible says of whom the Lord chasteneth? He loves those he chastens. And if you be without chastisement, then you're bastards. So much of the time, I think what the problem is, is these, these false shepherds, these false prophets, either they're overt Luciferians doing, knowing exactly what they're doing, or they were never saved. And they were never under God's chastisement. They're blind shepherds. If the blind lead the blind, they both fall into a ditch. So, you know, they're just getting away with it and, 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 you know, going through life and nothing's happening and, and. You look at them and yea, they prosper. The Bible talks about yea, they prosper. The false, the false shepherds, yeah, they they prosper. Okay, so these verses, which you've probably heard me say many times, come to mind. Um, Jeremiah five twenty six. For among my people were found wicked men. So among my people, in, in today's vernacular, that would be Christians. They lay wait as he that setteth snares. A snare is a trap. They set a trap. They catch men. What have I been saying? I said the ultimate goal of these wicked, evil men and women that are also in these classifications, like, you know, um, Paula White and that type of ilk, um, th their ultimate satanic goal is to get you into hellfire. They catch men. What does that mean? Do they literally catch them in a trap and keep them at the church? And they're like all these... Men and women are just caught in a trap at church. No, they're catching you. They're, it's like they're catching your soul, but you're not aware of it. Why? Because the Bible says, while they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he has brought into bondage. The bondage that you come under with these types of men and women is a type of spiritual bondage, and you cannot see those chains. Okay, so they catch men. As a cage is full of birds, so are the houses full of deceit. 
Therefore, they are become great and wax and rich. So you would think, well, if if they were uh, true Christians, they'd be under God's chastisement and they would be um, really hurting. No, no, these are not God's children. They are wicked men and women. Their houses are full of deceit. Therefore, meaning a byproduct, meaning what Satan can give them in this world, they're become great and wax and rich. Waxen means grow. Like what, Kenneth Copeland, who has his own airport and has a fleet of Harley Davidsons and gigantic homes all over the place and Benny Hinn and all the other, Joel Osteen? Yeah, that's what you should expect from a false preacher, a false prophet. Did Jesus Christ ever walk around or any of the prophets or any of the uh, apostles ever walk around in gigantic kind of money with rolls of hundreds and bags full of gold? No, that never did happen. Doesn't mean God can't bless you, but I'm talking about these, these obvious televangelist charlatans that are rich beyond anything. It says here we should expect them to be, but see what they'll say to you is that, oh, because I am so in alignment with God and I'm so holy and I'm so close to God, God's blessed my ministry and I've become great and wax and rich because I'm so close with God and so right with God. It's the exact opposite. 100% and this these verses prove it then the next verse they're waxing fat and in that regard it means they've grown they've they've they they well, it's such true some of them may actually literally be um overweight okay but I think what this means is they have be, they have wax and rich they become great they're waxing fat yea they shine yea they overpass the deeds of the wicked they judge not the cause the cause of the followers yet they prosper the cause of the fathers. What, like orphans? In most churches, especially the bigger the church will get, typically the most neglected ministry is the benevolent fund. It's supporting widows and orphans and um, the poor, like the Bible says we should do. That's the least of what any of the church's resources will usually ever go to. Well, it says it right here. In those types of churches, they judge not the cause, the cause of the fathers, yet they prosper. And the right of the needy, do they not judge? Well, because they're not God's kids, so he's not chastening them. They're the devil's kids, and he's rewarding them. It's just pure evidence of this. But they'll have you conned into believing God was the one that gave me my Maserati and gave me my jet to fly and gave me all my multiple mansions all around the country, my airport, and all these other things. Then the Bible says in verse 29, shall I not visit for these things? Meaning God, shall he not visit for these things? Said the Lord, shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? That doesn't really bode well for America. A wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. Now that word wonderful does not mean, oh, this is wonderful. It's really more in line with horrible. Okay, remember, it's King James. Some of, the, some of the context of the words are a little bit different. Okay. Okay, so if we look at the root word for wonderful, the Hebrew root word for wonderful. Strong's H8047. Shema. Shema. Okay, so that's the actual Hebrew word for wonderful. Okay. What does it mean? 
Biblical outline of usage. Well, 13 times it's used as astonishment, and that normally doesn't mean a good thing. 12 times it's used as desolation. 10 times it's used as desolate. Three times it's waste, and only one time is wonderful. Waste, whore, appallment, not a good thing. Okay, so just bear that in mind that that's what we're talking about here. All right, let's go back to this. Uh, a wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely. Okay, if they, now if that's not the case in today's day and age, I don't know when it's ever been the case. That's just 100% almost the norm. And the priests, and I would say the priests, the pastors, the, the clergy, bear rule by their means, meaning they're doing it of their own heart, of their own whatever inclination they've got in their, not, not by the word of God. No, they're doing it by their own means. Well, well, I learned it this way in the cemetery. I mean, in the seminary. So I'm just going to keep doing it this way. No, they're going to do it by their means, not the word of God. And my people love to have it. So, and what will you, will you do in the end thereof? So that's, what we're talking about here um then let's just continue this line of thinking wolf in sheep's clothing pastor john piper says to take the covid kill shot and equates getting the covid jab with quote freedom truly piper is a living evidence of the following bible verses isaiah 5 20 woe unto them that call evil good and good evil and Jeremiah 48, 10, cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. Like Pastor Kuhneman, all these false prophets that say they're doing the work of the Lord. Well, the Bible says, cursed be ye, be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. Matthew 7, 15, Jesus Christ said, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. So I'm just going to read this, just the very first part of this brief article. Well, it's not brief, but I'm going to read you the first part, which is brief. By John Piper, founder and teacher of DesiringSatan.org. I'm sorry, DesiringGod.org. Sorry about that. He says, my aim in this article, is right, the first, right out of the gate, he doesn't hide his satanic intentions. Good old John Piper says, my aim in this article is to encourage Christians to get vaccinated. And he means the COVID kill shot. If they could do so with a good conscience and judicious medical warrant. Oh, isn't that wonderful? What a man of Satan he is. Oh, I'm sorry, God. Uh, the Bible I have especially in view, no, no, I'm sorry. The people I have especially in view are those who are not vaccinated. Well, yeah, because see, Satan wants to defile our DNA through these COVID kill shots that are basically, you know, cultured off aborted babies or use that in the production thereof and defile our DNA and turn us into something not fully human and make us patentable and owned by whatever patent that we have inside us and fill us full of graphene oxide which clots our blood and has all these horrific side effects and kills us and sterilizes us 
And see, John Piper so wants that for you because he's evil. And he's hellbound. And he wants you to be hellbound. And at bare minimum, he wants you to suffer as much as possible in this life so you'd be totally ineffective for God. So the people I have, especially in view, are those who are not vaccinated because of fear of being out of step with people they respect. What about, John, that we have half a brain in our head and we've done the research and we've seen all the adverse reactions and the deaths and the horrific side effects and all the firsthand testimonials? Just that by itself, John, would make me never even come close to this because a tree is known by its fruit and the COVID kill shot tree, its fruit is so wicked and so satanic that you'd literally have to be insane or just totally, totally not like out of the loop and not wanting to research it whatsoever if you took this kill shot. They fear being out of step with people they respect and in, and in step with people they don't admire. Okay. My message to them is simple. You are free. You are free to take the kill shot, John says, John Piper. John Pied Piper of Satan. He's like Pan, the Pied Piper, leading the children into the woods to be, you know, sacrificed. Yeah, he is, he is a Pied Piper of Satan. So, he says, so I'm not talking directly to everybody. If the shoe fits, put it on. Check your conscience. What do you know about a conscience, John? You're, you've never had one. Or it's been seared with a hot iron, like the Bible says, for millennia. No, John, you're just a wicked vessel of Satan. You have no conscience, John. Because if God of the Holy Spirit was, you had any inkling to know that, he would be screaming at you to warn people about not taking this potentially soul-damning kill shot. To rewrite your DNA, guys, I don't know. I don't know. And you could say, well, I know some people that haven't been affected. What if they got the saline shot? Well, that's the reason they're not acting any different. Because that's been very prevalent, guys. I'm sorry, it has. So I don't know. I, I know one thing, I ain't going to mess with it. I'm not going to mess with it. I would rather err on the side of safety. It changes your DNA. Well, at least overtly the Moderna, the AstraZeneca, and the Pfizer. J&J &J can make a claim that it doesn't, but are you really going to trust them too? I don't, uh, I don't know. Seeing how hard Satan is trying to get this thing into us, would you really trust anything about this? Check your conscience. Consult your doc. Oh, I'm sure your MD is going to give you put you on the right track. That's rarely going to happen. And go get vaccinated. If it if it doesn't. I mean, I guess, I guess if your conscience doesn't check you or whatever, go tearfully and cheerfully on your way. What a moronic way to write. I'm sorry, but tearfully because over 4.5 million people have died from COVID-19 worldwide. And that's because, John, they haven't taken the kill shot. And those are all lying statistics anyway, John. 
If you had any love for the sheep, you would have seen how they were cooking the books and lying about this. Going all the way back when they started telling us to wear masks and then start taking the, the horrible nasal swab test and planting only God knows what in us with those tests and then ultimately giving us the kill shot, John, which has done far more to kill anybody than supposed COVID-19 ever has. But see, John, you're an instrument of Satan and none of this bothers you. You love evil, you love death, and you love hellfire because you think you're going to rule and reign with your master Satan in hellfire. He ends, oh, I'm, this is the last sentence I'm going to put. And cheerfully because Christ makes it miraculously possible to love people by being sorrowful yet always rejoicing. Oh, doesn't he sound spiritual? Doesn't this lying, deceitful devil sound so spiritual and so with it? Nothing but a mouthpiece of Satan, this devil is. I, I've got a, a little caption here that somebody sent me, and it shows a person getting jabbed with a COVID uh, needle, and it says, you put your faith in this, which is what John and all the other big-time televangelists do. And then the next caption says, I'll keep my faith in this, and it shows a picture of a spike going through a hand on a cross, meaning Jesus Christ. When it's your time, nothing will stop it. I'm not going to put my faith in some devil needle that's going to rewrite my DNA and make me patentable and fill me full of luciferase and hydrogel and nanotech and graphene oxide cultured off aborted babies or used in the production. Nah, sorry, I'm not going to put my faith in that. A listener wrote me. I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as possible. I hope I can. Um, a listener wrote me, and she said, um, long-time listener, she says, I'm about to lose my job in a Christian organization because I will never take the job. There are only a handful of remnant Christians. The rest of us, are, are we're happy to sell out to the system. Yeah. I, I can't say I disagree. Have you seen this sermon before? It's encouraging and it confirmed the deep, my deep conviction about this. Keep up your good work. You're such an encouragement to many. Okay, so I clicked on the sermon and I guess I'll just do it again here. Because there was gigantic red flag right off the bat with this. Click on the sermon and it's from Apologia Studios. And I'm looking in disbelief and horror at the left-hand corner of the opening frame where it says Apologia Church with a triquetra symbol in the background a triquetra symbol and it's a christian's response to mandatory cookies meaning he can't say vaccines online so he's using it with cookies so i'm like okay so i titled this next part the triquetra symbol is the new is on the new king james bible and used to represent many christian quote christian ministries has been known by occultists as the triple Wiccan goddess symbol for from antiquity. Also known as the pagan trinity. That's what the Trequetra symbol has always represented. But it's just like the Catholic Church says, we're going to take a satanic holiday like Christmas and we're going to Christianize it. We're going to claim it back for God, even though it was never God's to begin with, because the Bible says if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? 
We're going to claim it back for God and make it Christian. Oh, so we're going to make the birth date of the, of the sun god Tammuz, the whole Yule season, Christmas, Saturnalia, which is what it was originally known as, and we're going to Christianize that and say, no, it wasn't Tammuz that we're celebrating the birth of. It's Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Not the sun god Tammuz, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And that's what they did. What's very similar to this. We're going to take this overtly evil pagan symbol that literally represents 666 in the Antichrist. It literally represents the pagan trinity, the triple Wiccan goddess symbol, and we're going to say it represents the Christian trinity. Well, how could I ever argue with such logic? The Bible doesn't say if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? I mean, does it? Psalm 11 verse 3? No, it doesn't say that. No. Meaning, if it was corrupt from the beginning, from its foundation, what could you do? It was corrupt. A tree is known by its fruit. Well, in this case, it was always wicked and evil. Saturnalia was always a wicked and evil holiday. The Triquetra symbol was always wicked and evil. You can't make something wicked and evil good. A corrupt spring cannot bring forth good water. There's so many biblical Bible verses you could point to regarding a subject like this. But it doesn't matter to these modern day Christians. They don't really care. Who cares? New Agers freely admit the Triquetra symbol represents the interwoven 666. Three sixes together. I give you all the, the pictures here in this document. Um, my comment. To Yvonne, yes, this is beyond sickening um, about her losing her job as a Christian organization because she's not going to take the job. It's sickening. Uh, but unfortunately, it's the norm among many Christian ministries. Please see the first, first attachment as you have many options. And I gave her my legal document on the COVID things, which I keep updating every week. Uh, I added that document sometimes daily. And I told her, I said, no, I have not seen that sermon before, but in all humility, the first frame that comes up has a triquetra symbol in the lower left-hand corner. See below for a screenshot of this ministry, because I actually put a screenshot of the ministry there. And you could see this is the main symbol that this ministry uses to represent itself. It's apologiastudios.com. i give you a link here. I said, this link the triquetra has always been known by occultists as the triple wiccan goddess symbol aka the pagan trinity and then i give i give another link to prove it okay then i give you the screenshot of the apology of church with the triquetra symbol in the background unfortunately many churches including the new king james bible on its cover because the new king james bible has this symbol on its cover use this symbol to represent their ministries and in their churches and they are literally bringing in devils demons and curses on themselves and their congregants okay that's literally what is going on the bible says in ephesians 11 verse 13 through 16 and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them this is what we're doing we're reproving them but all things that are approved are made manifest by the light that's what we're doing we're shedding light on this subject for whatsoever doth make manifest is light therefore he that sleepeth awakest thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and christ shall give thee light 
See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. The Noah Webster 1828 dictionary defines reprove is to blame, to convince a fault, to make it manifest, to excite a sense of guilt. And then it, it defines the word circumspectly as cautiously with watchfulness every way with attention to guard against surprise or danger. Matthew 24, 24, Jesus said, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. And these are the false prophets and the, the false ministers that are um, we're going to be experiencing in the end times. We're seeing full proof of that just with what we talked about today. And then again, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. 2 Corinthians 2, 11. Symbols are used throughout the occult. Harper's Encyclopedia of Mystical and Paranormal Experience on page 594 says, Symbols are important to all esoteric teachings, for they contain secret wisdom accessible only to the initiated. Didn't we talk about that today? The, the initiated trying to get access to this hidden secret occult knowledge so that they could ultimately rise up the ranks, gain more power, than ultimately supposedly ascend? Yeah. Many people asked about the mysterious symbol on the New King James Bible. Thomas Nelson Publishers, um, publishers of the New King James Bible, and this isn't the King James, this is the New King James, claim on its inside cover that this symbol, this triquetra symbol, is an ancient symbol for the Trinity. That's a lie. It's an ancient symbol and current symbol for the pagan Trinity, but never for the Trinity of the Bible. But Acts 17.29 clearly forbids such symbology where it says, quote, we ought not to think that the Godhead, what, the, 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 the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, the Godhead, which is what this supposedly represents, the triquetra symbol, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone, graven by art in man's device. Well, this is, an, you, you, this is a graven symbol. And why does the Aquarian Conspiracy, a key New Age handbook, bear a similar symbol on its cover? The New Agers freely admit this symbol represents the three interwoven 666s. So it's it's a stylized 666. Why do, aren't we to abstain from all appearance of evil? Haven't I, haven't I already just described enough for us to stay away from this symbol? <laughs> no, I guess not for the New King James crowd and for a lot of other ministries out there that have this like over their door when you walk in in stained glass. I've seen it before. Constance Cumbie, author of The Hidden Dangers of the Rainbow and a notable authority in the New Age movement said, quote, on the cover of the Aquarian Conspiracy is a Mobus. It is really used by them as a triple six, 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 which is this triquetra symbol. The emblem on the cover of the New King James Bible is said to be an ancient symbol of the Trinity. The old symbol had Gnostic origins though. Gnostic is always associated with like the occult and disbelief in God. It was more Gnostic than Christian. Than Christian. I was rather alarmed when I noticed the emblem. Then, um, yeah, we, we've, we've broken it down where you can see the three six sixes separated within the symbol itself. So you can see them interwoven uh plainly displaying the interlock 666 the triquetra is used as a centerpiece for the logo of the institute of transpersonal psychology or itp itp is the new age school followed by Jungian psychology occultist carl Jung, that disgusting devil that he was one of the stated goals is quote to reach recognition of divinity within so you've got a luciferian young 
teaching about reaching the divinity within? What? Well, you shall be as gods. Same lie in the Garden of Eden. The same symbol with the circle is displayed by the rock group Led Zeppelin. Members of Led Zeppelin are deeply involved in Satanism and the occult. Guitarist Jimmy Page, so consumed with Satanism, actually purchased um, Satanist Aleister Crowley, the 666 Great Beast, self-proclaimed. They purchased his mansion on Loch Ness, Lake Loch Ness, where the Loch Ness Monster is. Nessie. Yeah, they purchased his mansion, I believe after he died or whatever. Most believe the symbol is from the teachings of Aleister Crowley. The, the symbol is from the teachings of Aleister Crowley and represents 666. Well, it's, it was predated Aleister Crowley. The following picture is the Hierophant, taken from the Tarot or Tarot card designed by Sat Satanist Aleister Crowley. So here's a picture of this tarot card, and there's a priest here holding up a wand, and at the end of the wand, you can clearly see it's three circles intertwined, but in the, the, the intersection of the three circles forms the triquetra symbol, which is the triple Wiccan goddess symbol, which is on the New King James Bible, and represented by many, many churches. The Hierophant is a priest in the occult. Notice the three circles at the top of the wand or rod in the Hierophant's hand. And I give you a close-up of it here in the, in the PDF. Um, inside the three intertwined circles is um, the New King James Bible symbol. To the right is the top of the wand in large. Notice the New King James Bible symbol upside down inside the three circles. One of the most occultic television shows that ever aired is called Charmed. Charmed details the spells of occult practices of three witches. The New King James symbol is the show's primary symbol of witchcraft. And it's, well, why? Because they're witches and they're going to be more consumed with the, with the goddess stuff. Well, it's the triple Wiccan goddess symbol. Okay? So that's why you would see more witches gravitating to this. You'll, you'll see that this, this, triquetra symbol splattered throughout the series of charmed notice the triquetra symbol is also displayed on what is known as the book of shadows the book of shadows is commonly used in witchcraft and satanism and here is a scene from the book of and a picture of the book of shadows from the charmed tv show and it has the triquetra symbol in the middle of it how many more red flags can i possibly show you know regarding this why would any christian ministry want to have anything to do with this and then we have this. Uh, well, then I'll, I'll finish here. Um, the Book of Shadows, also called the Grim War, also called a Grim War, is this journal kept either by individual witches, or Satanists, or by a coven, or a group, or a group, and it records the activities of the group and the incantations used. Then we have a picture of a book called The Craft, which is includes rituals, spells, and Wiccan ethics. Oh, that's that's a real oxymoron with wiccan ethics there is the craft a witch's book of shadows by dorothy morrison and then there is the craft companion another witch's journal and the centerpiece in this very very smack dab center of this book is the triquetra symbol not a pentagram not a hexagram not the um egyptian ankh or the tau cross no 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 it's the triquetra symbol which is what we see on the New King James Bible and on this Apologia Ministries 
in the first frame of their and I, I think honestly I really do think a lot of times these people are just overt Luciferians and they're witches and they're warlocks and they're just wanting to kind of give you a heads up from a Kabbalistic standpoint hey we are witches and warlocks we're just going to see if you Christians are smart enough to figure it out we're going to give you this big gigantic red flag right off the bat and if you still come to us and you still come to us for, for doctrine and for teachings well that's on you because you've been warned you shouldn't you shouldn't have been ignorant of Satan's devices I'm telling you, that's what I think. The Craft is a witch's book of shadows. The witch's book of shadows or grimoire is a book of spells and enchantments and rituals. Um, yeah, anyway, I give you pictures of both of those. Then we have, here are some um, examples of satanic and pagan jewelry, which includes the New King James logo, which is the triquetra symbol. Uh, we broke out and colored the New King James symbol found in two of these pieces of satanic jewelry. We're looking at pagan necklaces, and the one in the center, you can clearly see like an intertwined triquetra symbol throughout the, um, as a centerpiece of the um, pagan necklace. Okay, anyway, that's, that's all there. Uh the triquetra symbol is also a logo for the rap metal band, but they're, they're a Christian metal band called P-O-D, pod. Now, I think they're a little bit older. This article's a little bit dated, but it's just as relevant. In the book, Blood on the Doorpost, former Satanist Bill and Sharon Schneblin, now Bill's went over to the total Hebrew roots side of the spectrum, and I don't, I don't recommend him anymore, but um, when he was writing, like, this book, and, like, you know, when I... He actually was he he was a speaker the month before I was on the Prophecy Club tour. Um, you could glean a lot of really good stuff from Bill at one point, but man, I wouldn't point anybody in his direction now. I mean, he looks like a full blown rabbit. I don't even know if he's around anymore. I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a long time. But um, you saw him. He looked like a big gigantic like Orthodox Hebrew rab rabbi. And I'm like, great, Bill. So glad that you're leading people down that path. That's wonderful. Um, I, I don't mean what I'm saying. I'm just, it's, it's disgusting. He should have known better. I mean, but, um, the, um, he claims in the book Blood on the Doorpost, which I had at one point, I don't know what happened to it, that the trio of sixes in the triquetra symbol, which is the New King James Bible symbol, go, and the, he says they go far and they go so far as to claim it's symbolic of the Antichrist. Well, why wouldn't it be if it's a triple sixes interlaced together the triple wicked goddess why wouldn't it be symbolic of the antichrist and this is the direct quote from the book on page 150 a disguised interlocked trio of sixes symbolic of the antichrist also symbolizes the triple wicked the triple goddess of wicca the three interlocked vesica pisces together commonly used in catholic liturgical iconography and has recently found its way onto the logo of the new king james bible Dr. Kathy Burns writes in her book, Masonic and Occult Symbols Illustrated Concerning the New King James Symbol, where she says, quote, Marilyn Ferguson, a New Ager, used the symbol of the Triquetra, uh, which is another name for the Triskelly in her book, The Aquarian Conspiracy. This variation for the number, this is a variation for the number 666. Other books and material have a similar design printed on them, such as books from David Spangler, The Person Who Lauds Lucifer, and The Witch's Grim War, 
And most people know the number 666 is the number of the beast. See Revelation 13, 18. And it is evil. Yet the occultists and the New Agers love this number 666 and the triquetra symbol and consider it to be sacred. As stated earlier, many tri organizations such as the World Future Society and the Trilateral Commission incorporate this triquetra symbol into their logos as well. I think it is quite interesting to see this same symbol appear on the cover of the New King James Bible. And then again, that was Dr. Kathy Burns, Masonic and Occult Symbols Illustrated, pages 242 and 243. So, there you go. Then we have um, this. I just wanted to kind of touch on this real quick. It's a little more about John Piper. Desiring Satan. Regional conference with John Piper at Rick Warren's Saddleback Church. So yeah, John Piper and Rick Warren have been joined at the hip for a long, long time. At least they used to be. The Desiring God, I, I called it Satan, regional conference, will be coming to Southern California um, to the campus of Saddleback Church, Rick Warren, on April 29th to 30th. This was 2011. The speaker will be John Piper, and the cost to attend is a mere 35 per individual. Well, hey, I mean, I, I usually pay 30 buck, 35 bucks whenever I go to church just to see the speaker because, you know, I'm sure he's not about filthy lucre or anything. I'm sure that he's not about the money. I'm sure he didn't fly all the way to not get paid. Come on. We got to get paid, right? The workman is worthy of the hire, they'll say, or something like, touch not thou God's anointing, whatever. But if you if you if a couple attends, if you bring two people, it's it's a, they're going to cut it down to fifty bucks for you, save ten bucks. This year is a significant year for John Piper, marking the twenty fifth anniversary of the first printing of his vile book called Desiring Satan. I'm sorry, Desiring God: Meditations of a Christian Hedonist. I'm not making this up. His, they're they're lauding him. He's speaking in this church because this is the 25th anniversary of his first printing of his book, Desiring God, Meditations of a Christian Hedonist. <laughs> what is a hedonist? Well, let me give you a definition. A person who is devoted to the pursuit of pleasure. Someone who practiced hedonism. Synonyms for hedonism. This is right out of the Merriam-Webster dictionary. Debauched, decadent, and essentialist. Shouldn't we all be Christian hedonists? It's like a Christian nudist colony. It's like Christian pornography, which they literally have. I've reported on that in the past. A Christian hedonist. Someone who's just devoted to the pursuit of pleasure. And debauchery and decadence and sensuality. A lot of Bible for that, boy. Oh, boy, I'll tell you, a lot of Bible for that. No, it's the exact opposite of what the Bible says. But who cares what the Bible says when you got a guy like John Piper and Rick Warren yoking up and telling you to take the kill shot? I trust them all day, every day. What's not the like? And there was another uh, report I found. John Piper exposed... Um, John Piper has a rapidly, and then this is a little bit dated too. John Piper has a rapidly growing influence among Christian fundamentalists. In general, a 2005 survey of roughly 100, 1,100 young fundamentalists found. Now, this is the same devil that that we were just talking about, telling you to take the kill shot, and telling you 
that Christian hedonism is something you need to participate in. There's no such thing, but... A 2005 survey of roughly 1,100 young fundamentalists found that John Piper has a significant influence. Evidently had a significant influence on their lives and their ministries or whatever. Most of these were from three schools. Now, these are preachers. And you wonder why the preachers are so screwed up. Bob Jones University, Maranatha Baptist Bible College, and Northland Baptist College. They think this devil evidently has had a significant influence on their ministries. And we wonder why the shepherds are so messed up. And this was back in 2005. How about much worse is it today? Almost 50% agree with the statement that, quote, John Piper's ministry has, has been a help to me. I mean, this is it's just incomprehensible. This book examines, because it's a book I, I think you can either download or go buy, this book examines Piper's theology of Christian hedonism and his attraction for fundamental Baptists. <laughs> oh, my word. And then there's another report, John Piper's contradictory position on contemplative prayer. This guy is a demon from the pit of hell. None of us should have anything to do with him. Oh, man, I'm not going to be able to get in this next part. This is not going to happen. Um, well, all right, I'm going to try to get this, this portion of this in. Because uh, this is one of the main things I needed to cover. Alternative Christian speakers being targeted for death. Russ Dizdar and Rob Skiba, they died, guys. They died this last week. Okay. From supposedly COVID. Steve Quayle barely escapes hospital with his life. From a longtime listener, she wrote me. She said, did you know Rob Skiba, who he was? And he allegedly died of COVID on Wednesday. If you don't know who he was, he was a pretty popular Bible scholar and teacher. Now, this is this is common knowledge now. At the time, she wanted me to keep it more quiet because she had inside knowledge, but a lot of people know about this now. Okay. Um, he, Rob Skiba was a pretty popular Bible teacher, and especially in times events and Nephilim. He wrote several books on the subjects, including Babylon Rising and Ar Archon Invasion. I, honestly, I didn't know a lot on him, but... I sent this out and one of my longtime listeners responded back to me and he says, yes, Rob Skiba was a well-known flat earther. Use the name Yehovah, the, the YHVH thing, the, the tetragram, it's called the tetragrammaton, sacred name thing. He went, he went um, into the Hebrew roots and down the Torah route. Take your pick for the flat earth videos. Here's a direct link to his playlist. So these aren't, we're not making things up. Here's a direct list to his playlist on Flat Earth, where he was deceiving people about Flat Earth. And here's a direct link to his um, teachings on YHWH, where we've got to use these sacred names of God to reach God, and his playlist. So, listen, I'm sorry. I'm not going to recommend this guy. And I'm sorry. I've got to mention this, because I don't want to point anybody to him. It's my job as a watchman to not just, oh, well, he died, so I can't say anything uh, I'm sorry, guys. I've got to at least mention this, okay? Now, here's my teachings on the subject of flat earth, on the subject of YHVH, on the subjects of sacred name. Because I don't want any of my, my listeners going up and watching his channel and getting deceived. Because then I'm responsible for that because I didn't open my mouth. Going further, in case you haven't heard, Russ Dizdar just passed away last night from COVID. 
quote COVID. And his wife Shelly is allegedly in critical condition in the hospital with it. And Steve Quayle was on oxygen in the hospital and they tried to put him on a ventilator. And, and they, they tried to put him on um, a ventilator. He put a wristband around his wrist that said no ventilator at, at all. Then they tried to put another thing on him that said that do not resuscitate, I think. Because I heard his interview and I'm like, oh my word, they were trying to kill him so bad. Which is what they do with a lot of people. It was miraculous he got out of there. Um, they're obviously trying to kill him as well. The war in God's watchmen from the devil is from the devil and the wicked spawn is full on they all need our prayers urgently i wouldn't doubt at all they would target you as well please take extra care we're praying for you all god bless my response yes i reported on this how they are targeting the speakers at these events and from what i heard it was most likely an aerosol agent disseminated at these conferences exactly how they're doing it i don't know the hospitals are the modern day nazi gas chambers i've been begging my listeners to build up their own immune system so that ne they never enter these death chambers and then somebody posted this thing up there about russ dizdar and um this isn't true okay what i'm about ready to, but i want you to know that that if you see this it's not true okay i i emailed coach dave dobbemeyer and he got right back to me which is awesome and he um i said coach dave i'm just trying to get further clarification about the information below thank you and god bless you scott johnson and I said, see below, but bear in mind this information is from an evil abortion clinic escort. This is a guy that escorts women into the abortion clinic so that the evil Christians can't give them a track or try to talk them out of killing their baby. Okay, so this is who it's from. He's a liar from the pit of hell. And now we know he's a liar from the pit of hell because what we're going to talk about. Dave Dobbemeyer, I said, would have to confirm this directly about Sherry Tenpenny. In this devil live escort, he put this up on his website and said Russ Dizdar died this weekend oddly enough according to Dave Dobbemeyer Sherry Tenpenny personally administered vitamins and minerals to Dizdar at his home according to David Dobbemeyer she watched him take them and the next day he was dead so this lying fork-tongued devil I pray his tongue turn black and rot out of his maggot infested head or he repents and gets saved one or the other in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ because it's a total lie because here's what Dave Dobbemeyer told me he said, this is baloney. Sherry Tenpenny and Russ Dizdar did not even know each other. They've never met. And Sherry does not prescribe medicine for people she doesn't know. The entire story is bogus. That's all I need to see. Because Dave Dobbenmeyer is the only one that could collaborate that, according to this pagan devil. So, don't believe it if you see the other. But I wanted to at least, if you did see it, I wanted you to understand what the truth was. Now... Then another email, another uh, listener said, Celeste Salome also sounds, came down with severe pneumonia at the exact time. Steve Quayle did. Sounds like it was it was when these speakers did as well. Um, definitely not a coincidence. The particle of the COVID is a smart particle and can be triggered via frequency, change in pH, use of light, etc. to deploy whatever payload they want to deploy in this. This is Celeste Salome information she got. The more particle you have, the more effective they are at, are at are doing this. There is a massive payload in the backs. So those of us who refuse, you are exactly right, keeping our immune system strong so we can fight whatever amounts of this particle we've come across over the past years is vital. All right, and that's all I got for today. I'm way over on time. So God bless you, and Lord willing, we will see you back next week.